the Mark West Sports Podcast. All right, it's the Mark West Sports Podcast. I'm Marcus Benjamin. He's Wesley Pierre. We give you that real sports talk from South Florida, Dade County, Broward County, CanesCounty.com. So what's what, what's good, Wes? What, what, what's on your mind this week with Miami sports? Man, you already know what's on my mind. You're going to ask me that trick question, man. My, that, what's on my mind is what every – Exactly. You got to jump off with Tua, man. You feel me? Like the almighty Tua then got injured. You feel what I'm saying? And I know you you feel me yeah. same like last podcast when you 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 don't you don't gave um the 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 business saying, yeah, um Wes, you was right, this, that, and the other. Now I gotta go ahead and bless you with the same shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. told me, man, availability is the best ability. It is the man. best ability. <laughs> <laughs> Driving it down my throat every time. But I, I feel you. Um I'm just like, damn, I'm, I'm I'm mad that it had to happen the way it did happen. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, like, um, but 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 it's fortunate that it's just a head injury. And I know I'm, you know, people going to be like, damn, you, you know, but you know what players say, as long as it's not my knees, as long as it's not, you know, a certain part of the body where they won't be able to play football again, of course, from a concussion, you could probably come back from that. Hopefully he don't have to, um, have a concussion sooner than later, most likely playing on football, you're you're probably gonna have another concussion. You know, that's the that's just the way um football is. But um for me, I'm looking at it and I'm like, damn, you know, um he shouldn't have played that game. He shouldn't have played that game. You knew wait, it. wait, wait. So let me ask you, bro. So you think you think the injuries were related? I think it was. First quarter. You were saying that last week. I just want to point that out. Yeah, I know I wasn't saying it last week because at the end of the day, that's what the Dolphins said. They said it was a lower back injury and an ankle injury, and we both kind of was laughing it off. It was like, you know, we we, we, we said it was a back and an ankle injury, and we believe in the, the coaching staff of the Miami Dolphins. But at the end of the day, both of us was kind of hinting that it probably was a concussion. But, you know, due to the plain fact that we're fans, you know, we just like, you know, it's the injury that they say it was, even though we know what it was. But for me, um, you know, it's just unfortunate because he always find his self in those predicaments. You feel me? And you always be telling me like, damn, why your ass hold on the ball so long? I mean, in that particular play, like you don't ran out the pocket. You have plenty of time. If, if they nobody open, then why, why you don't just throw it away? Just throw it away. You know, live to fight another day. I mean, that's what pops say. You win some, you lose some, but you win to fight. You 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 um live to fight another day. And he was yeah. trying to go ahead and and handle that all in one play. And I'm like, come on, man, it's not that serious at the beginning of the game. You know, um, it seemed like we have some type of rapport with the um wide receivers and the offense this first half. You playing, and I'm like, you know, what's good, but. For him to get body slammed the way he got body slammed, people going to say it's a dirty play. That's just football for me. That wasn't um, a dirty play. It was just football, man. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, but, um, again, I don't find these quarterbacks like Tom Brady's, Aaron Rodgers, and I ain't comparing him to those people, but even like people like Teddy Bridgewater, they're going to throw the ball away. The only person we'll that's – down. Yeah, the only person that's probably going to take them hits is – probably two or somebody that's pressing somebody that's like damn i know everybody's talking about availability is the best ability will tour on um, play all 17 games of the 
on, on, on year and here I go. I'm injured and all the critics are right again. And, you know, it's something else to just throw on, on you know, this little grave that everybody's digging for me right now because it's kind of like you're almost dead. You feel what I'm saying? I mean, we got Teddy Bridgewater as a, as a backup quarterback. We got um, um, Skyler Thompson, somebody that everybody was raving uh, um, in the preseason. And then you go, go ahead and have that individual on the team and nobody really keep three quarterbacks on the team. So um, even though everybody – um, you know, bigging you up and, you know, supporting you. You know, I, I like that about this new coaching staff. Again, you got to be on the field. And if you ain't on the field, no matter how much me, your biggest fan, Western Domus, want to go ahead and say, keep you as a quarterback. But if you can't stay healthy, how I'm going to keep you? I'll keep you as a backup. Man. I'll keep you as a backup, you know, and I'll probably get rid of Teddy Bridgewater, but I'll move on to uh, um, Skylar Thompson if that's the case. Hopefully it's not the case, to be honest with you. But if if yeah. that is the case and you're somebody that I can't rely on um, to, to, to finish off, start and finish the season without getting injured, you feel me? I'm probably going to go ahead and go with Skylar Thompson. And from what I understand, Skylar Thompson is older than Tua. He got a bigger arm than Tua. He may not be as accurate than Tua. But, you know, maturity, you feel me, like, you know, um, sometimes is the better thing because I'm like, man, it, 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 if you was mature too, you would have threw that ball away. You would have you would have been playing, man. Yeah. This would be a story right now. Yeah, but it is a story, man. And it's it was one of it's one of the biggest stories of the week by far, because everybody seen the ugly scene that Tua was with his with his hands just stuck together. It was just scary to kind of watch. But. At the same time, man, like I, who, who's to, I know people are gonna be like, oh, what you mean when I say this? But like, who's to say that these two injuries were related? You can't really prove that they were, because one, based on what the doctor said, um, it, it was a back in a in a in an ankle injury. But but what kind of throws that argument out is the fact that one of the doctors got fired. You know what I'm saying? And yep, we asked, yep. okay, so why? Why did he get fired? Um, you know, it's it seems pretty obvious uh, to the naked eye. And now this is going to kind of change the whole perspective on this whole concussion thing, where if somebody is is stumbling at any point of the game or gets knocked out or has a concussion, they are not going to be coming back in this game. I think this is going to be one of those revolutionary moments with the NFL, where any type of situation where you see a quarterback or any player stumbling to get back to his feet he's going to be out for the game and probably out for the next game as well now based on the situation though looking back at it in hindsight they shouldn't have played him on a short week you know what i'm saying it's literally like three days later you put two back on the field and to come back for a thursday night game is tough for any nfl football player because from, from what i heard from nfl players their, their bodies don't really heal until like Thursday or Friday, you know, after a Sunday game. So, so Tua not being on the field was, is something that the Dolphins should have done in hindsight. But at the same time, you can't bash our guy McDaniels. You can't bash basically the Dolphins organization they did what they were supposed to do. There, there's a concussion protocol in place that they followed, but it seems like either the doctors didn't follow it 
or something something happened something was missing in this whole yeah. process and, and, and I, the 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 doctor that got fired you feel me um was the independent doctor that you were talking about it was the 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 doctor that the nfl hired it was not the doctor that that um was on the um, dolphins coaching staff so yeah 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 so that's even more props to the door to the dolphins organization for doing their due diligence with this process but this is a this is a a never-ending kind of thing that has been going on with concussions i mean there was a movie made out of it um and they continue to kind of evolve about what they need to do with with players getting concussions i heard this this guy who is a guy that i know tuan russell um you know played for the hurricanes and dolphins and yep. and um i heard him on the radio this week me too and he said you heard this yeah he said that he had 24 concussions <laughs> in his career 24 concussions in his career and this is a guy i see on on kind of um pretty often because he's the athletic director for saint thomas aquinas so he's the guy that has to kind of clear media for them to cover the game so i talk to him all, all the time he doesn't look like uh, a guy who has 24 concussions and he is just you know, just a regular football player who played in the 90s and the early 2000s. So players have been playing with concussions for years now. It's just now the NFL is starting to realize that there are repercussions to these concussions. And, yeah, I mean, that that, that that's all I want to say as far as the, the whole injury, the situation with the NFL, the nation is talking about. I mean, to, to, for people to say, oh, uh, you know, uh, they shouldn't even talk about the Patriots anymore. They should just talk about the Dolphins because they corrupt. Yeah, I heard. Oh, you see the book. Yeah, the dude, the dude from uh, Last Chance U. I don't know if you ever seen that show. It's a good show. Uh, but the, one of the coaches from Last Chance U came out on Twitter and said all of that. And I thought it was ridiculous. They wanted McDaniel fired. I thought that was ridiculous. You know, I mean, they, they did what they were supposed to do. But at the same time, you right. He needs to be like a Tom Brady or let's 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 do a fair comparison. A Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Now, now let's let, let's just be honest. Kyler Murray is more athletic than Tua. You know, he's more of an athletic player, but still he's small or maybe even smaller than Tua. And he always finds and he runs around more than Tua. So. But but somehow he finds a way to get down. He finds a way to to not be injured in this type of manner. Sometimes he might have a maybe an ankle or something like that type of injury or some uh, injury of that nature. I, I think he had one of those in his past. But like, come on, like these type of injuries where where you get in just you know hurt really bad by these three hundred plus pound guys. Is, is something that I don't understand why he can't learn how to do that. Now, I, I hope he can come back and, and, and play well. But if he has another scare like this, Wes, I think we have to say, you know, good night to this whole tour story. I mean, as, as great as he played this season, as great as a quarterback as he is, mentally he's there. Mentally he's he's there in a system that works for him 
with Mike McDaniels. I mean, the the season I don't think is lost yet. Um, we'll see how Teddy plays in these next couple of games. I thought he played pretty decent until that w- one interception, and it looks like it looks like the player ran the wrong route or he threw the ball in the wrong spot. But that that's going to happen with a backup quarterback that's not really used to the receivers he's throwing at throwing to. Um, but I think for the most part he played decent, and if it wasn't for that interception, we probably win that game so we'll, we'll see what happens but damn to him man you, you just got to find a way to protect yourself protect protect the bag you are the bag protect yourself protect yourself at all times what, what do they say in boxing bro protect yourself at all times you know yep. because it, it's a scary world out there especially for a quarterback who's undersized like two is yeah and my whole thing is i'm like look two like sometimes you should run, run and slide. Some plays, that's what you should do. I mean, if he he had so much time, he could have ran and got like five yards and still slid and been good. It's just like, like I said, he he's so focused on everybody and all the chatter. Everybody's talking trash about him. He's trying to look great every game, and that's not football. You feel me? Some days you're going to have your bad games. I mean, you've seen X-Man. I mean, he was t- – he's looking crazy you feel me um recently but you know he uh, eventually he has you know some big plays you know um that that you know save us the game you know but damn dog, i just feel some type of way that my dog injured i'm just like damn but again it's not a it's not a um hip injury it's not acl achilles it's not one of these he's coming back he's coming back he's not gonna come this week you know um I hear that McDaniel said that he, I mean, he's not coming this week. Um, and I think that's the best decision that you can actually do. Um, especially when we play in the Jets, you feel me? I know the Jets just won um, against Pittsburgh, um, but they're the Jets. You know what I'm saying? They're like the Knicks, you know, they're the Knicks of the NFL. So um, throw in Teddy Bridgewater in there, yeah. get him, let him get um, his feet wet again. Um, mo- know some more of the, playbook you know um and um and, and play the playbook because you know sometimes people be thinking like i don't need to play so um uh, i don't need to worry about knowing like 100 percent of the playbook maybe i can learn know like 40 percent right now i ain't really on it i ain't saying that's what he's on because we do know he's from day kind and we do know that um he's a leader he wouldn't be on the dolphins if he was one of those in- individuals but you know it's, it is hard when you have a quarterback like you said that just step in um not being part of the the ones in the offense um right. during, before the um before the actual games but hey teddy whoop to de- the jets you know show everybody what we can actually do you feel me you did it everywhere else you did it with new orleans when drew Brees went out why you can't do it down here they compared to with the drew Brees with the noodle arm anyway right yeah yeah absolutely i mean let, 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 let's try to keep it positive here on a Mark West Sports podcast, man. Um, what I like from Teddy is that the fact that he found the boy Tyreek a lot. Yes. That, you know, Tyreek Tyreek is on my fantasy team, and I freaking dominated. <laughs> dominated with Tyreek, man, because he just kept finding him, kept finding him. Like, he would be scrambling around. Nobody but Tyreek is there. Let me just dump it off to Tyreek mm-hmm. see what he um, so, and then Tyreek comes out on, on the, on the press conference saying, oh, he's got like a rapport with him. He, yep. He's, he's, uh, you know, he's a veteran quarterback. 
he understands, you know, where I need to be on the field, what, whatnot. So, so I'm, I, I think, I don't think, obviously, Teddy Bridgewater is not like Tua. Tua is definitely a better quarterback um, overall, and and you know he's a franchise quarterback. But Teddy is is a is a formidable backup quarterback that can step in and and just win a couple of games for you. Hopefully, he only has to start this one game against the Jets, and then maybe Tua will be back for the Steelers game. Um, I think it's the Steelers or it's the Vikings. I think the Vikings is after that. So, so we'll see, but I, I think Teddy can, can ride the ship, you know, and I think the, that Dolphins defense, I like the, I, I like the way this Dolphins defense is playing. They, they playing good enough to win games. You know, um, they come with that pressure. They kind of disguise you. They look like the old Patriots, to be honest. Um, just the way they just kind of confuse um, you know, offenses like that. And, um, and that they're just good enough to, you know, to win games here. But of course, you know, based on the, uh, uh, the women, the weather and the, the beaches, the women, the, the women. beaches, <laughs> I forgot what the other thing was, the beaches, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. the, the national media, is still hating on the Dolphins, man. They they straight up hating on the Dolphins for real. I mean, they they I saw I saw a top ten today that had Dolphins ranked eighth or seventh or something like that. And I understand, hey, you don't have two in the game or whatnot, but this is still a team that beat the Baltimore Ravens and and the uh, Buffalo Bills. Like the Buffalo, it's like it's like they they are dismissing that Buffalo Bills win. That the Dolphins had over them, because most people are still saying the Buffalo Bills making it to the Super Bowl. Most people are still saying that they win in the division or whatnot, and it, it has to be some kind of bias for for the uh, Miami Dolphins. Now I understand people ain't seen the Dolphins really consistently winning for a long time. People kind of put us in this category with the Cleveland Browns or whatnot um, as these, you know mediocre type of franchises but i think with this coach it's different and the other thing i want to say too man is that watching that cincinnati game you saw so much creativity in that play call Mm -hmm. like when i was seeing these play calls i was like wow that's creative wow that's like you know it's 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 not vanilla at all from you know another uh miami football team that we're seeing uh, we're not seeing this type of creativity, uh, so I, I think I think the franchise is in good hands with this with this head coach. Just hopefully we get to a back so we can so we can make a Super Bowl run, baby. Yeah, man, definitely, man. Um, like you said, you, you know, every time we used to watch the Dolphins or me at least, you know, I see all these teams again. I'm gonna comp- I'm gonna use New Orleans, you know, with Sean Payton. I mean, there'll be people wide open when he was coaching you know with drew Brees, and then every time i see the dolphins it's just like our playbook just looks like we're playing college or even just high school on football it's so bland you know what i'm saying it's like having a fried chicken with no salt no nothing on it no even no hot sauce to you know help you out with the flavor but still regardless of the fact um i truly feel like we're definitely in the right direction with mcdaniels you know of course tua i've been said that he's a franchise quarterback that He's my quarterback. 
He's someone that's accurate as hell. And when you have someone that's accurate like that, that's what you want. I, I mean, look, they opened up the playbook a little bit and tools not even there. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. mean, I know there are some plays that um, Bridgewater, um, you know, that he lined up for Tua that Bridgewater can't do because he's not as accurate as Tua. So um, Tua bounce back, Teddy hold it down, hold down the fort. And yeah, you know, um, on to the next one. And it's it, like I said, it, it makes it even better when we're doing this against the Jets because, you know, the Jets are the Jets. You know, so speaking of Jets, let, let's just talk about that game. I mean, at at New York, at the New York Jets, um, and Miami usually doesn't do that well at New York um, historically, but they just been beating the Jets regardless in these past few years because they've been so trash. Um, mm-hmm. But Zach Wilson is back now, and they do look like a different football team. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of got, you know, that they they basically ended Mitch, Mitch Trubisky's career, you know, because I don't think he's coming back ever. He ain't. He ain't. Should have yeah. been on the team in the first place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know how you, how you pick Mitch Trubisky over Deshaun Watson, but that, that's another for an, another podcast for another day. But um, but yeah, so. The Jets are gonna. It's gonna be a tough game, bro. It's gonna be a tough game. Uh, I seen the I seen the spread. Dolphins is favored by three points away, which means it's basically a pick 'em type of game, and it's a field goal type of game. And that's how I think it's gonna end. I, I think it's it's gonna be one of those type of games. I think it's gonna be close. Um, I think Bridgewater is gonna move the ball. I think uh, I think the Jets are gonna find a way to score uh, somehow. And, but I think the Dolphins pull this thing out, though. Uh, there's, there's no doubt in my mind that the Dolphins win the game because I believe in that defense, um, and I believe in Mike McDaniel's. You know, I believe in the professor, the other professor, not, not our <laughs> producer. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> I, I feel like he is going to engineer a, a, a win somehow, and, and, and Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and boys is gonna find a way to to get a victory in New York. So I think it's going to be 20 to 16 Dolphins win. Yeah, that sounds just about right. Um, but, but yeah, the Jets, I don't want to say anything positive about the Jets, but they look good, you know, coming back <laughs> and being the Pittsburgh Steelers um, last week. Um, you know, I hate both teams. I hate the Jets more. But, um you know, I was impressed with their quarterback. Quarterback done got a touchdown to himself. You know, I think, a matter of fact, was it somebody from the U that threw him a touchdown? It you was. Oh, our boy. Our boy, Braxton Berrios. Yeah, <laughs> sounded kind of, you know, the Restrepo too on, on, on the original Berrios. Restrepo is the 2.0 Berrios. But, yeah, man, threw him a touchdown. Yeah. I'm like, Dan, I was creative, too. I'm happy it was not on our team. But, um. You know, I was happy that the Jets won that game first before I go ahead and talk about the Miami Dolphins versus the Jets. I was happy that happened because we do know that the Pittsburgh Steelers are always in playoff contention. So some a team that I know is not going to be nowhere in the end like the Jets. Yes, get a win from that team that I know that probably is going to be one of the reasons why we 
don't make the playoffs if we don't make it because their record is close to us or whatever, or we got to play them. No, no, no. Take that win early. I think they're one and three right now, Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, so last week is definitely was go Jets. You know what I'm saying? But going back to the Miami Dolphins, I think it's going to be a close game as well. You feel me? And the reason why I say that is because the defense is banged up. You got um, X-Men with a groin injury. And, you know, when it comes to a groin injury, it's always problems. He tried. He had a groin, groin injury going in the game against um the Bengals. And you see he was getting mudded, gutted, slutted all over the place. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> so eventually they just took him out. I think they took him out just for his confidence, too. They're like, man, like X-Men, man. You know, you, you're not going to put that fear in people no more. Like, so let's take you out right now, man. So we can't give nobody else extra tape on you right now because you're already injured. Let's use this right now. And let's see what the what the young pups can actually do um, behind you. Because, I mean, now that's two starting corners that the Miami offense don't have. And that could be a big ass problems um, because with that with that defense that we got, um, where they blitz everybody and they have everybody on man coverage. If you get burnt, you're going to look like you win. Nobody back there and just getting bombed all day. So for me, I think the Miami Dolphins just need to don't worry about the big plays, get the first downs. Um, Teddy, you know, if the big play is there, take it. But for the most part, if it's not there, I just want to leave with a win. Get the first down. Do what Tua do, you know. Um, I think when you throw the ball, you're probably going to have a little extra velocity, extra zip to it. So, again, at the end of the day, just get the first down. Let's get these um, field goals and touchdowns because I do know it's going to be a close game. And let's just leave over here having the Jets put a bag on their head like they normally do every damn year. Yeah, 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 man. So So score, score, score. My bad, my bad. Score. I'll say 24 to 20 Dolphins. 24 to 20 Dolphins. So you heard it here. I mean, later points for the Dolphins. I, I mean, based on the score, but I wouldn't bet it, to be honest. I wouldn't bet this game. It, it, Neither. It, to be honest, it, if I was not a Dolphins fan, I'd probably take the Jets with the points. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real. Like okay. strategically, I would probably take the Jets with the points because they find a way to keep things close. Um against the Dolphins. But um as far as the other games are concerned, first let me let me catch you up on on fantasy and 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 the suicide pool, bro. You still here? Oh, man, you came, boy, I know you came back. You came back in. Your boy, your boy got eliminated last week. <laughs> your boy got I, yeah, bro, like we just bought back in and then we got eliminated, bro. I I I picked and you and you going to clown me with the team that I picked too. I picked the Lions, bro. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I knew I was going to get that reaction. Uh, I picked the Lions, man. They've been playing good. And I, I wasn't believing in Seattle and Geno Smith, but Geno Smith shut me up, man. I'll, I'll never against, go against somebody from the crib again, man. Geno Smith cool. came and, and just won that thing. But uh, the wife picked the Packers, so she won. Cause they beat the evil empire last week. So you the cause of y'all getting up. No, it's no, it's individual. So now. Oh, okay, she, okay. 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 Yeah. She holding it down. So now she, you know, got to keep it going for us. Um, 
of course I give her like two to three teams to pick and she picks out of the three, you know, um, but she, she picked right with the Packers. So now we're going to go into this next week. This next week is, is crazy because last week was a bunch of close games, bunch, bunch of close spreads this week. There's a bunch of big spreads. Like, it's supposed to be a bunch of blowouts, but I don't believe that. I think as Vegas, you know, you know, trying to mess with people's heads. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the Bills, they favored by 14 over the over the Steelers. 14 over the Steelers? That Damn. seems like a lie. And they just uh, lost it. They just lost? Hell no. The Bills? No, the Steelers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, you just lost to the Jets. You won in three. Like, what? No, I'm saying that the Bills are favored to win by 14. Exactly. So so if they favor to win against Pittsburgh, you think Pittsburgh, y'all going to whoop Pittsburgh? They won in three. They just lost to the damn Jets, the Knicks of the damn football, of the NFL football um, uh, um, league. <laughs> what the hell you think? You think they're going to lose? Damn, at least say by three. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see about that one. And then you got the, the Packers. They, they favored by eight over the Giants. And then you also got the Buccaneers favored by eight and a half over the Falcons. And then the Jaguars by seven over the Texans, which is the one I'm leaning on right now. I feel like that's the one, you know, I feel like, you know, Sunshine, they lost last week. They've been playing good, but it was a, it was a rainy, dirty game against a really good team in Philly who's still the, the only undefeated team left. And, they're gonna come back home and play the lowly Texans after being mad. I think I think that's a win for the Jaguars. So that's that's gonna be my pick. More than likely, I still gotta do some more research to make sure, but I think we're gonna roll with the Jaguars, which is kind of crazy to even say. Well, I think we're gonna roll with the Jaguars over the Texans. Yeah, I'm gonna roll with the Jaguars too because I'm like, I seen um Sunshine's highlight, and the crazy thing is, I'm like, hold up. We came up with Sunshine, didn't we? You feel me? Because I seen on the NFL, ESPN, or one of them shows, they called him Sunshine, too. I'm... Everybody call him Sunshine. Okay, okay, because I'm like, boy, <laughs> look at here, boy. People Yo, with, that, with that free-flowing blonde hair. I mean, I'm just I saying, boy. Sunshine. I'm thinking, like, people over here still in contact, boy. They still in contact from the Mark West Sports Podcast. Y'all got to go ahead and, 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 and reference us when you call him Sunshine. But since everybody calling that, then it's all good. Y'all gonna get a pass. But I seen the actual highlights of, um, you know, Sunshine. His ass. He looking like the quarterback that they drafted. That they thought they were gonna have. You know. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, we're still trying to figure it out with Tua. Even though I, I think he's the quarterback. I'm like, damn, the Jags. After they fired that um that damn head coach that made um Sunshine take a step back last year, or or, or st- stay stagnant and not progress. Talking about Urban um, Meyer, yeah, I, I didn't even want to give him. I didn't even want to give him his. <laughs> I didn't want to say his name. You feel know I me? Mean? Um, oh, okay. I thought you forgot. I was just like, oh, man, name. On, <laughs> I, I will forever hate him. He's a Gator. I will forever yeah. hate him. Then you jump to Ohio State, and I'm like, damn, I still remember how they stole against UM. So I'm gonna hate you again. And then look, now you go to the damn Jags, and you kicking people. Hell nah, I ain't trying to give your ass <laughs> no damn credit. You feel me? Yeah. You. But as far as with the game, man, I think it's gonna be a good game. Um, you know, if we're talking about the Jags and the Texans, um you think that's gonna be a good game. 
Yeah, because because both teams are garbage. It's, both teams are garbage, so it's going to look like a good game. It's going to be a high offense scoring offense on both sides. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and if I was someone betting on that game, I would bet with the Jags. You know, I I would watch it because um, I normally don't see the Jags. We always throw them, you know, throw them away early in the season. It's early in the season. I might as well watch you now when you're not. Um, one in 16 i'm definitely not watching you so now you know that the 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 actual win loss uh rate on your team is is okay i could watch you let me go ahead and see sunshine you know and i mean the only way i'm not gonna watch it because you know the dolphins playing i'm gonna be so caught up with the dolphins but i would watch that game and um you 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 picked you picked that that um you gave a a spread on that game Uh, a score on the jaguars game yeah uh, nah, but oh, you know, okay. I, I can. I mean, I think the Jaguars are going to win. I think it's going to be 27 17, something like that. Okay, okay, 27 17. I'll say 28 to 20. But, um, what games you wanted to pick besides the well, the uh, I mean, as far as all of these games, the one the one that pops out that has intrigue for well, there's two that pops out that has intrigue for me, um, is the Eagles and the Cardinals because you got these two. You know, black mobile quarterbacks, up and coming type of uh, you know, uh, you know, players, and then you got the Eagles who are still the only undefeated team. And you know, here on the Mark West Sports Podcast, you know, we root for that last undefeated team. So the Dolphins could pop champagne. So that so that one is a, is is intrigue for me. I just like watching Colin Murray play. He's like one of those players i just like watching he's like lamar jackson to me yeah um you just like watch play because he's gonna do something that that's gonna be make you say like whoa um and he continues to do that so it's gonna be interesting to see that game it's in arizona uh west coast game for the eagles usually east coast teams don't fare well when they travel to the west coast um that that stadium is gonna be rocking um so but I, I like the Eagles a lot, though, uh, as far as what I've seen from them. That defense is really good. Uh, they got really good defensive backs. Uh, and Jalen Hurts looks like he's really stepping into his own. And you got, you know, basically two ex-Oklahoma quarterbacks going against each other as well. Do you remember Jalen Hurts did transfer to Oklahoma yep, yep. Um, right after um, Tua replaced him, basically. <laughs> so... So, yeah, so you got that kind of intrigue. I, this would be probably the, the interesting game to watch in the afternoon after the Dolphins game is over. So with this game, it's kind of hard to pick, though. The spread, when I looked at it, Philly is by five. I would take Cardinals in, in, in with the spread just because I feel like they're going to keep it close. But I don't know if they win the game because I, I think Philly's defense is pretty strong. And I watched the Cardinals game against Carolina le- last week, and they didn't really look that great their offense i mean kyler murray was was trying to you know do a lot of things but carolina is just really bad and i hate to say this about our boy baker but baker's days are numbered bro his his his, he looked really bad he looked like he looked like first year Tannehill, um against the cardinals like last week it was really bad and i was watching it because i got baker on my fantasy team and i needed him to score and he gave me one measly touchdown at the end where he just basically threw it up to Christian Christian McCaffrey and Christian McCaffrey made a crazy catch for a touchdown. 
but I just don't believe that the Cardinals have enough to really beat the Eagles, but I think this is going to be a good game. They keep it close, but I think the Eagles win this thing 30-27. to 30-27. Okay, yeah, I think it's a good game. Two of the birds, you got the eagle versus the cardinals, <laughs> two birds fighting with each other. Yeah, you know, bird fight. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But um, I think this definitely gonna be a good game too. Like you said, the Eagles are they the only team that's four and zero right now? They're the only undefeated team left after the Dolphins lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we, hey, another story. Um, yeah, defense looking good. Um, Jalen Hurts is actually looking good as well. Um, and the crazy thing is, you know, the fan base is behind him. Like, it's like, this is our quarterback. You know, everybody's cheering for him. Like, um, they did what they needed to do when they actually drafted him. A lot of people didn't want him to get drafted by Philadelphia, you know? Yeah. I think even when he when he got drafted, some of them even booed, I think. You know how it is in, in, in yeah. Philly, you know? Yeah, so, for, for him to um go ahead and do what he's doing right now um you know i'm proud of him one and and, and um two i'm more proud because he's not in the afc so you know i could go ahead and salute him and not wish losses on him same thing with, with kyler murray you know another black quarterback um like you said lamar jackson just a smaller virgin um version of him you know um he's always going to make something happen uh he runs around is like he playing backyard um, playground football, something like that. He makes something out of nothing majority of the time. And just because he's so small, it looks so hard. You know what I'm saying? I wish Tua would move like that. And when we was drafting Tua, I was like, damn, I I, I I had Kyler Murray as a an example. Two guys that small, you know, Kyler yeah. Murray, he got a stronger arm. But I was just like, damn, you know, I liked what I seen. And, and matter of fact, um, um, when they, they were here, the national um, championship game, I think they were playing Alabama, wasn't they? Somebody uh, OU or whatnot? Yeah, yeah, they were. They played Alabama. Yeah, I went to that. I went to that championship game. Oh, okay. That was a playoff game. Yeah, Yeah. I I, I went to that, matter of fact. Um, I got video. You know, I'll post that up. But um, I think the Cardinals are going to win. They're 2-2, but I don't think the How'd you get to go to that game? Huh? How'd you get to go to that game? I know you paid for it. My home. You know, there's some shit called an ambassador. You could be an ambassador at the thing. So I went in there basically for free. All I needed to do was um, I was one of those individuals that held the flag. And, you know, you'd be pumping the flag up, pumping it up, pumping yeah. it up on the screen. So all I needed to do was that. And we was in for free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and they gave us food, all that. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I never knew nothing about that. But, you know, somebody I knew, he 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 put me on point about that. But um yeah i got video and everything and matter of fact i was even on the field when they were celebrating when they were oh, celebrating wow. and, and everything like that um i was there next to the players everything on the field while they you know um you know winning and the confetti and all that other bullshit. but yeah, yeah um so i seen i seen them up close and, and and you know i like what i saw i mean i look at <clears throat> i look at um you know both those quarterbacks and i think Kyler murray Right now is the better quarterback for me. You know, right. Jalen Hurts, he's bigger. Um, but I think Kyler Murray can give you more. The only knock is he's short. You know what I'm saying? So I think if he was a bigger quarterback, people probably would have put a little bit more respect on his name and um, probably favored the Cardinals. But regardless of the fact, um, 
they're I don't really know their wide receivers right now. Of course, they traded their best receiver. Um, so I, I want to say the Cardinals. I'm gonna say the Cardinals, but uh, I'm just going on pure Western dominance. I'm not going on anything else. I'm just going on the gut feeling, and I think that the um, Cardinals going to win, and I think they're going to win by a touchdown. They're going to okay. win. All right. So you, I got the Eagles. You got the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals that uh, they miss um they miss uh DeAndre Hawkins. You know, he's he's still on that suspension right now. I think once he comes back, maybe they they could be a playoff team. But um, but yeah, that, that was that was like kind of the one game that really kind of popped out to me. The only other one that seems kind of interesting late night game is the what late night game. Yeah, yeah, the the Bengals and the uh Ravens. Um oh, all because just you, you got Joe Burrow, who's kind of hailed as this, you know, one of the best new young quarterbacks or whatnot. And he, he hasn't really lost anything until like he lost in the Super Bowl. And then you got him against the Ravens. And I think the Ravens are hungry, man. And I do want to speak about that game against the Bills, though. Why the hell don't you kick a field goal? when you and Phil go arrange to go up in the game, oh. you had a chance to go up in the game to, to mm-hmm. take the lead in the game. Anything could happen uh, from that point forward. They could fumble it. You know, it could be a tip ball at the line interception, or your defense could actually maybe stop Josh Allen, just like the dolphins did, you know? So I don't understand the logic behind it. That's why Marcus Peters, I know you saw that Marcus Peters just went off on the sideline. Uh, yeah. He went off on John Harbaugh, and I think it was definitely justified. You definitely should be going off. Like, I mean, if you ain't trusting in me to uh, to do what I do, then why am I even here? You know, you taking taking a risk like that. I mean, I, and the play call was terrible. Like, you got Lamar Jackson. Let him be Lamar Jackson. You know, don't be trying to have him throw in a tight window. Like, let him roll out, you know what I'm saying, and, and give him, like, one, two options and then – but more of a design of him to kind of run it in from that short distance. But nah, uh, they end up turning it over on fourth down and they end up losing the game to the bills, which is terrible because they're the bills are in our division and that could have been a win, you know, for, for the dolphins if the bills lost another game. So that was just terrible. And I think after that, I think the, the, the Ravens are going to be extremely motivated in this game. They're at home. It's Sunday night. The Bengals, not that good to me. I mean, even though they beat the Dolphins, I think that there was a kind of a there's certain situations that allowed them to win that game, including Tua getting injured, that interception late. I think if the Dolphins played them again with Teddy Bridgewater, I think the Dolphins win. You know, after Teddy Bridgewater gets a whole week of practice in, so I think the the Ravens are 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 going to be hungry to win this game. And the only thing I do fear, though, is that the, the Ravens' DBs are suspect. They really only got one good one in Marcus Williams. Uh, everyone else, to me, is, is really suspect. I mean, the Dolphins made them look suspect in that second half, and they, they, they just can't really stop, stop uh, offenses very well. This ain't, the, this ain't the Ravens of old. This ain't the, the Ed Reed or the Ray Lewis – Baltimore Ravens defense or or even um Terrell Suggs on this defense you know there's nobody like that on this defense so I fear of 
how many points the Bengals might score because sometimes they do get rolling with, with Jamar Chase and, and Mixon and um, T. Higgins, who bombed X last Thursday. Um, but uh, I think uh, the Ravens find a way to win this game. There's going to be a, a, a Lamar Jackson show here, but this is going to be high scoring, I think. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I'm going to say it's a 38 to 34 Ravens win. Yeah, definitely going to be high scoring. Again, you know, I don't like the Bengals. I don't like the Ravens, but I hate the Bengals. Again, I mean, Joe Burrow is the next best quarterback, supposedly. But he looked suspect when when we played played him last week. I mean, if it was not for the injury and everybody thinking about Tua, we would have won that game, to be honest with you. Forget anything else. Even if Tua just got injured and he was on the bench, we still would have won that game. Just the plain fact that everybody was thinking about him, everybody on Sunday, everybody on Friday, Saturday was talking about Tua. Um, we knew that the Dolphins' heart was not in that game, you know, after the injury. You know, I mean, you've seen his his fingers, how they done curled up and everything like that. So that was scary, man. Yeah. That's- I thought he was paralyzed. I ain't going to lie to Yeah, you. me too. I was like, damn, you know, wifey over here, like, damn, that's why I don't want a kid to play football, this, that, and the other. I mean, I'm over here getting mad at at um Amazon. Like, how many times are you going to show that injury on the screen? You know, you keep showing it over and over again. I think they showed it like five or six times. I'm like, damn. I mean, in, in the NBA, they know to take the camera off of that individual. If you didn't catch it live, you ain't, you ain't seeing it. You know what I'm saying? So um, it was kind of a disappointment. With that, but with me, I'm, I'm leading with that. I'm like the Bengals supposed to be one in three. They're supposed to be one in three, and the Ravens they lost games that they should have won. Supposedly they su- were supposed to win against the Dolphins, but not nah, y'all supposed to lose. But against the Raven, uh, against the Bills, when you was right there at the two yard line, probably the one yard line, I'm like, why go for it? Kick the damn field goal. I think that was like maybe like two minutes and two and some change. You ain't, you're not going to rely on that defense. I mean, the defense been holding them now all game. Why wouldn't you not believe them? I know, Marcus, you said, you know, um, their corners are kind of suspect. Yeah, they're young. They got one that's kind of decent, but, you know, they still suspect. But, again, look what they did for you. Look what they did for you. Obviously, I mean, the offense wasn't clicking like that either. I mean, we know the, we know the Ravens for defense, period. You just showing us that y'all like some puppies. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't about that life in the fourth quarter. Y'all want to go ahead and, um, you know, try to, you know, do something that you shouldn't do. I mean, certain coaches, I'm like, lately might been doing some dumb shit. You feel what I'm saying? That coach from, from um, you know, um, Denver and, and, and the coach from the Lions. You know, you expect that from the Lions. But, damn, I don't expect that from you, Harbaugh. Not yeah. you. You're a Super Bowl winning coach. You feel right. me? So much that people couldn't believe that you did it, that you got your own damn players. About to fight your ass on national TV. Hey, I don't know about you, but I don't normally see that with certain organizations. You may be going to see that with the Bengals. You probably probably going to see that with the Lions. You probably going to see that with the Jags. Yeah. Changing with the Dolphins now, you're not going to see that no more. But not the Ravens. <laughs> for, for, right. for, for them to actually... Peters to want to go ahead and fight them and stuff like that. You you supposed to be like four and zero or three and one, one or the other. So me, I know y'all gonna come with that pressure. 
Lamar, you looking for that money. You feel me? I know, I know Tyreek Hill was talking about Tua, but that Brinks truck is for you, my brother. You healthy. You always get about 100 yards on the ground. You throwing, you know, I mean, all type of crazy numbers. Crazy numbers. I'm like, damn, boy. You deserve that money. And because you deserve that money, you're going to show everybody this is why I'm whooping the boy wonder, Joe Burrow, the one that never really lost, you know, um, before last year in the Super Bowl. I'm going to show y'all. Y'all boy wonder, I'm going to show y'all why I'm from the tri Tri County, um, from the Tri County in, in, in the know, and I'm gonna whoop his ass. It's gonna be a, I want to say a high scoring game, but I, I think it's gonna be a high scoring game for the Ravens, not so much Cincinnati. But I'm gonna go ahead and give Boy Wonder a little props. I'm gonna go ahead and say that the score is gonna be 28 to 35. Okay, Ravens. So you, Ravens. All right. So we both like the Ravens there. So that's going to be pretty much it for the, for the NFL picks. But there was some NFL news this week, you know, with your boy, with your boy, Antonio Brown, your guy. Um, You know, I actually don't know exactly. I'll tell you what I saw. Well, it looks like Chris about to pull it up. No, yeah, you feel me? <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, heard, I heard about that too, but there's actually another story after this. But this story is wild too, where Antonio Brown was ex- exposing himself out in Dubai, which I know it's that's it. Yeah, Listen, see how he don't show that. So, oh, come on, he don't moon that lady, <laughs> he don't moon her. You feel me? Come on, man. Like, yo, and he done grabbing scoop the whoop. Hell you doing? <laughs> Hell you going? Come on, man. And so show Brown, you this baby start. You feel me? <laughs> usual, bro. He's just wilding as usual, bro. Like, I don't know what's going on with him. Uh like I don't I there's there's really I don't think there's really any excuse for that. I mean something like that i mean you could have done more terrible things let's just speak let's just say that i'll put that out there um but still like this just kind of adds to what people think about antonio brown is that the boy crazy you not so it's not that man it's the money man when you got money some people go crazy a lot of people got money man a lot yeah. of people, a lot of players a lot of celebrities got money. That still got their real family. They real family people that really care about them, not moochers. When you think that you alone, you got all this money, but you alone. It's going to make you crazy. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what's happening to him. Yeah, you got all this money, but you got yes men around you. You know what I'm saying? And just because you got that, you lonely. You got to do shit like this. You mourning this white lady. No, what the hell going on? You don't scoop the slander. <laughs> Thank God it was in the pool. You know what I mean? Because like, boy, that definitely would have been a damn story, boy. He done slammed to put it on twenty eights, um, in the actual, um, in the actual, um, um, concrete. But thank God it was in the pool. I don't think it was an issue. It probably wouldn't have been an issue if somebody wasn't recorded. To be honest with you, because the lady don't look that she had an issue with it. You know, but after he scooped and slammed it, it looked like she was running away, running for help. Yeah. Like, I ain't trying like, to. This dude, is, this dude is crazy. This guy crazy, but, but. But the other the other thing I was talking about was, you seen how he posted a picture 
of him and and Tom Brady's wife on social media. Yes, like uh, amid like, bro, this is this to me is, is a bigger violation to me because obviously you know you and I, Wes, we both married. If if me and my wife was going through something, and and my friend or my my supposed friend that I let in my house to live in live with me uh, for a while post a picture like that while we going through some stuff but what is trying to insinuate though that's that's a violation man now i i feel like that's that's a violation and it's it's uncalled for it, it to me it's worse than what he did at the jets game where he took off his his pads and ran off the field uh it's, it's worse than just exposing yourself like why why are you doing this on social media nah, you know man. what i'm saying like you're doing this on social media for what what is the point of this I feel you, and I think I think he's doing this for a reason. Like, who who's to say that the 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 turmoil that's happening in that crib was not caused by AB? You posting even a picture of her, but why? Even if it was, let's just say if it was, like, why are you bringing this type of negativity? You know what I'm saying? Like, why? Man, you know, you're not like boy. Like, that's supposed to be the greatest quarterback of all time, and. Supposedly, I post this picture because I smashed your wife, and you're you and your wife is having problems right now because of me. If you want to be the biggest petty person in the world, Marcus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm just saying, if you got a problem with somebody, Marcus, you got a problem with that person. Everybody, you know, like just you know, puts Tom Brady in a shrine. You know what I mean? Like he's not human. Like, like, oh, come on, man. You know what they do. So let's just say AB has real reason to hate Tom Brady. I mean, he said whatever he said before. But let's say that the problem in the Brady household is because of AB running up in that gut and that furrow. <laughs> Who am I oh my to God. say anything about it? Because you got to, like, think about it, Marcus. Well, who is he to say that? something about it either, though? Like, uh, it, it, who, is he, who is he to say something about it either? Like, who's to say that he's not with Giselle right now? We don't know. Giselle may be part of the even, vibe. Even I don't you, know. Even if you are, then, but why? Uh, why? Who's to say that Giselle is not right next to him saying press in? I mean, it's it's kind of like the same thing with uh, who, he was with that R&B chick, uh, Keisha Cole. Yeah, he posted he just, that. He just posting stuff just just for attention, but for why? We know who you are. We know what kind of person you are. You know what I'm saying? That's and yeah, hold on, wait, wait, wait. That's Giselle, though, kid. That's like I somebody know. smashing Beyonce. And, and, hold up, you gonna hold that in? I know I ain't holding that in. Yeah, Beyonce and with Jay Z and I Bruh, don't got in there. That in. If that's my boy or teammate, why am I do that for what? That's I not mean, his boy. And and and, and it's just a picture. It's really just a picture that somebody took at a game. You know what I'm saying? It's not like oh, we at we at we in Dubai chilling or something, and somebody oh, took yeah. a picture. That oh, would yeah. be different. But some but some photographer just took this random picture and yes. he's just posting it. On, on, on your social media just, yes. just to troll Tom Brady? Why? 
Why is the question though? I feel what you're saying. That's what I'm why? asking. Like, why are you doing this? Damn, let's just say that he smashed him. He smashed her. If he smashed her, it doesn't matter if he smashed no, her no, or no. not. We know you don't kiss and tell. We don't kiss and tell on the Mark West Sports Podcast. Right, exactly. But some people exactly. do. Some people do. This I is know. That got the history. How can we say why if would you do that? And he did that and tell, if this your way of kissing and telling, you an asshole. AB, who's to I'm say? <laughs> who's to say that Giselle didn't tell him because, like Tom Brady, boy wonder. You don't think people throwing that bubble at his ass? Wait, you wait, think that he done? You think Giselle would tell him to post that? No. If I'm, if I'm trying not. to, oh, wait, 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 wait. You, we, we know that women can be the most evil people in the world. She like hopeless, hopeless, bro. She would. No, 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 no. Think about it. She's married to Listen, Tom Brady. Nah, man, Marcus, think about it. You remember that? There was something on World Star the other day. This dude told his girl that he got another girl pregnant. Boom, right? An hour later, he called his girl, and the girl answered the phone, getting toppied from the back with the finger in her in her mouth. You know why? I'm trying so to you think you. you think you think Giselle's one of those type of thoughts, bro? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know these people. We don't know Giselle. We don't know none oh, of these man. people. I'm not gonna hold none of these people to a high standard right now. That's why we're talking about it on the sports podcast because we don't know what's really going on. Why did AB post I that up it. there? If, look, if he didn't I, did I nothing with her, it, Marcus, if you didn't, if she didn't do nothing with her, why post it? It's like, why are you posting that dumb shit? That shit don't even because AB crazy AF. He's he just crazy. He just crazy. We've already documented just now. He was in a pool with some old white lady dumping her and exposing himself. Like he crazy, the you dude like crazy. Him. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any logic to his his madness. And and I know you're trying to find some logic for you. I'm boy. not trying to find any logic. Trying to logic. say that he smashed her or whatnot, which I don't. Yo, really yo, true. I'm just reading between the lines, kid. Why would I post a picture? You of, can't read between the lines with a. Nah, man, I got to. We got to. We got to because he didn't put no context in that. What are we supposed to just say? We know that he don't when like Tom Brady. Ever have context, Tom Brady huh? When does AB ever have context, really, bro? Like, he oh, just... Yeah. So that's why we... So you think I'm the only one that think, like, damn, why did he post that? Did he smash Giselle? I mean, I'm pretty sure people think that, and that's bro, what... we got to talk about it. That's what that, I'm saying. That was, that was probably his purpose of doing it. Let me just make it seem like I smashed Giselle. But, like, even if you did or didn't, what does that do for you, A.B.? Hurt Tom Brady. You got to understand, petty people are petty. Like, Marcus, I feel where you're coming from. You know why? You think like me, you're not going to do some shit like that. That's too petty. But somebody like A.B., why would you not expect that? I don't understand. Y'all want You want him to act like me and you. Same. Bro, I'm not, I'm not telling. I'm not, I'm not asking him to be you and me. No, I just want him to be saying <laughs> that's not smart. <laughs> yeah, just, smart. just no just smart is what he's doing right now. Somebody insane. that's not in the league no more. Let me go ahead and keep putting shit out there so I can stay in the tabloids. I got this music out. I said something about Keisha Cole. I'm saying something about Tom Brady. I'm saying something about oh, I'm gonna come back uh, uh, and play again. I'm saying like let me keep my name out there. There's no such okay. thing as bad publicity, I, it's I good say, publicity. He keep burning, but right now he just burned a bridge with Tom Brady. You keep he been burning. burned it. Come on, Marcus. You he can't think this the first time. 
I'm just Keep saying, you burning bridges with people, you're going to be by yourself on an island. You know what I'm saying? That's where he's going to be, by himself and that's on why an he's island. crazy, Marcus. He's been burning bridges. This is not new, Marcus. This is not new. He don't care about the bridge. The, ben, the bridge been burned. You what, Before I, he lost, said, I lost total respect for this dude. I, I, I see you. I and you. I, know, I know there's a bunch of other dudes and plenty of other women have now lost respect for him as well you know what i'm saying nah, so there's, there's only like lose. a small there's a small minority of dudes maybe like you where nah, i'm just saying like i'm just giving the benefit of the doubt or whatnot and saying i'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt i'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt marcus with him no more marcus i feel you i'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt but he's posting a picture up of tom brady and on uh, uh, tom brady's wife with him we knew we know that he don't f with Tom Brady because after he left Tampa Bay, he stopped throwing Tom on Tom Brady under the bus, talking about um you know money and this that and the other and oh you know he ain't throw you know I'm supposed to be getting paid um certain things so I got I got to get to a certain threshold. He's not throwing it to me. He's been throwing Tom Brady under the bus. Let's just get that clear. Hey, so but, but, after but he didn't Tom Brady help him get a ring though? You are right, Marcus. That is the. <laughs> That is not the argument. You're right, I Marcus. I have to point that out. He, he that is true. Him to that come is join him and fuck. gave him a ring. And now That's because of that ring, he should he he solidified his career. You know exactly. You got to understand. But ungrateful people don't remember these things. I could do a million things for you, but the one time I can't help your ass, your ass gonna go ahead and, and, and talk shit about me. Not because I just don't want to, because I can't. But I helped you a million other times. You know what I'm saying? That's ungrateful people. Marcus, you know it. I He's know not it. the first person that you ever heard of to be ungrateful like that. You helped this man get back into the league. Nobody wanted you. Nobody. Nobody wanted to touch you. But the boy wonder, Tom Brady, I'm going to go ahead and help him. He's going to live with me. That's the reason why I'm saying he probably smashed Giselle. He had to stay with Tom Brady. You don't remember? I, I, I mentioned that. I mentioned that. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But yeah, I mean, that, that's another reason why. If I see, if, if I'm Tom Brady, if I see Antonio Brown, we fighting on site. Yeah, but that's it. That's Tom Brady's stupid ass fault, nigga. You think I'm gonna have some somebody, uh, another dude staying in my crib? Nah, man, I'm gonna give you some money to go to a hotel, my brother. You're not gonna be left alone in my crib with my wife. I don't care. I trust my wife and everything like that, but I don't trust okay. no dude. Period. I don't give a f. You feel me? So again, at the end of the day, if it did happen, if it did happen, shame on you, Tom Brady. But if it, it did happened. happen, hey, look. I don't think it happened. I think I don't know. Cool. I don't think it happened neither. But like, why you put that out there? You put that out there probably because you want people to be like, damn, ask these questions. Did something happen? Why? It'd be one thing that he threw it out there, and Tom Brady and Giselle's on good terms. She don't even live with him right now. That's the worst part about. He's it. losing weight. He's losing weight. He looked like he's like like he's he's got a disease with him. That's the worst part about it. And he's not playing well. Why? Imagine it's because of AB. Come on. That, that's Imagine, Marcus, Marcus, if it's that. On site, bro. Oh, yeah. Me. Well, on site all day. You feel <laughs> me? Like, but again, if it's true, if that's what happened, and this is why Tom Brady is not the Tom Brady of old, focused on the field, you know, not, you know, um, doing what he normally do, you know looking crazy 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you look like you vegan now. You feel me? You used to always eat meat, Tom Brady. Now you vegan because the way you look, and not saying that um, people that's vegan look a certain way, but some people that make a big transition like that, they look crazy in before they body actually um, um, get familiar with those type of foods, you know, and they sit there. So in, in regards to Tom Brady, like, yo, Tom, yeah, Giselle done ran up in that. That would be the biggest story on ESPN for a while. Yeah. Crazy AB, crazy AB done toppled Giselle. Yo, I don't believe that shit at all. I mean, I don't believe it neither. I'm not saying it happened, but damn boy, if that story is what's really going on over here, what? Hey, and and if his if his goal was to make people like you to think that that could possibly happen, then he succeeded. How but you he, saying people like me? Like you put a picture? I don't out believe there. it. I don't believe it. That's no, why you you thinking that it possibly I'm could not be. Believing I don't it. think it's like there's possibilities in this world. It's full of possibilities. It's like the Disney World. You feel me? It's like when they come out. Is full of possibilities. That's one of the possibilities when you just show me a picture of a guy with somebody's wife that's not with him no more, at least separated right now. I lived in the house. I have a problem with you as well. So what should I be thinking? Hi, Tom Brady. Can you bring me back into the league? No. I'm going to be like, damn, why the hell? Why the hell he posted Giselle? What the? Hopefully he didn't smash. Boy, if he smashed, yo, Marcus, Marcus, he smashed. Whoa, whoa. That's how so, I'm going. Uh, uh, it's just something that. That's why I said people like you, because my go-to is not that. My go-to is like, he's crazy. He just used some, <laughs> random, he just used some random picture that a photographer took. He somehow found that on the internet and was like, oh, I'm just going to post this because I don't like Tom Brady and I want to smoke with him. See, yeah, let me, let me. Let me ask y'all a question because I, I kind of I agree with Marcus. I think this is more uh, Antonio Brown just getting the the stench off of that last uh, story about him exposing himself, and also just trying to get under Tom Brady's skin at the same time by posting this picture. Let me ask a question on the actual uh, Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen situation because I think today it came out that sources were saying that they both hired divorce lawyers, right? Yeah. Now, if now if this if this is based more like get uh, let's get Antonio Brown out of it. Let's say this is based more on his him continuing his career after he said he was going to retire and just focus on family, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, both of your opinions, like, do you think his priorities are skewed? Like, which one would y'all choose, family or career? <laughs> It's a no-brainer. I'm going to choose a damn marriage. I'm the greatest quarterback of all time. You reneged on the damn deal. I took care of the babe. Take care of the kids. I'm going to make this bread. And mind you, she made more money than him. So she don't need him. She been didn't need him. So that she's with him because she wanted to be with him. But if I tell you that, yo, I'm going to go ahead and do this motherly duty thing um, and you know, you're supposed to retire at a certain age. That's a decision that everybody have in a household. Like, it's like me right now. If I want to, I can't just quit my job. That's something that I got to discuss with my wife. What the hell? Like, it's a team over here. We got to pay bills. We got this. We got a kid. You, you feel what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. 
like it, it, it's a certain thing that you, I mean, that you can't do is um um shatter the word in your relationship. Your word is everything, and then and, and for her to you know um have that conversation and he came back, it's just like why? And then you losing too. It's not like you winning. You like you're not looking that great. You know what I'm saying? It's like why you you should have did like Peyton. You should have did like Peyton and go ahead and win and rise, leave into the sunset. This is a new generation. I, you know. I mean, it's it's easy to kind of paint that narrative of oh he chose football over family. That was just a question. And, and if he did that, then shame on him if he did that. But at the same time. It depends if you're happy at home. If you're not happy at home you're right. and you're more happy playing football, then play football. You know what I'm saying? But if if you're happy at home and you're happy with Giselle holding you down with, you know, with the kids and, and, and holding down the household, you are ready to go. You don't need another ring. Then... Yeah, you should have chose family. But I've been in relationships where I wasn't happy at all, and I was happier when I was away from the relationship. You know, there, there were times that I've been in. There's a lot of people who are like that. They're just happy when they're away from from family or from their relationship. And I think he had a moment when he retired, and he realized that. This ain't the house. This ain't this ain't it. <laughs> you know, this ain't it. And she seems like a sweet girl because I, I watched the documentary. She's from Brazil. You know what I'm saying? She seemed she seemed like a wholesome person that just through the television. Obviously, I've never met her. But um to say that for him to have that conclusion of I would rather not be with this woman and my kids. I'd rather go to I'd rather go play one more year while I'm 42, 43. Is he 43? 44? I think so. Probably like so, somewhere there. But which is unheard of for a quarterback to be playing that long tells me that something's not right at home. You know, I mean, I could just safely kind of assume that that something's not right at home. And even if I felt that way. I probably wouldn't play a season, but I understand. See, also, you know, um, I understand too, but there was like rumors that Giselle cheated on him. Hmm. You ain't heard about that? I did not hear about that. There was rumors that Giselle cheated on him. When this happened, like about Tom Brady and everything, they, they spoke on it on 560, you know. Um, people was texting in. You know, and people was chiming in and, you know, telling um what they heard, like, you know, people that's into sports and stuff like that. You know, so I heard Giselle cheated on him. It was not Tom Brady that cheated. I heard she cheated. That's why that was one of the reasons why I brought up A.B. Imagine this fucking A.B. That would be the craziest story, bro. If that if that's if that's the truth, man, it would be the craziest story for real. But. Yeah, and, and and I agree with you. If 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 Tom Brady allowed that to happen, then then shame on him. You know, well, I think it's easier for him to allow it because you're 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 so stuck in football. You don't even know, you don't even notice. 
like you you so tunnel visioned like you don't know that this has actually happened because your focus is not where it need to be your focus need to be on your family at all time you feel what i'm saying like um if that i was tom brady i would retire bro like i mean i'm not just saying it because i hate tom brady i i mean I, I don't hate him as much as i used to let's just say that <laughs> but um i didn't want to see him come back and apparently maybe his wife didn't want to see him come back neither so he should have stayed retired especially from what we're seeing on the field right now he over there yelling at players you know breaking tablets breaking stuff <laughs> breaking tablets you know like he's angry brady as my wife calls him he's angry brady again you know so it's just not looking bad and now it's kind of tarnishing his image a little bit yeah yeah because he could have rode off into the sunset like john elway mm-hmm. and and peyton manning who, who kind of left their careers with a super bowl win and then now people gonna remember this people gonna remember this now because it's the last taste in their mouth about about um tom brady yeah 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 and i you know i think he would have been retired if it was not for the snitch Snitch done effed everything up. He would have been part of the Miami Dolphins. You know, we probably would have had another owner. You know, Stephen Ross is planning on selling it to, you know, um, somebody that's, you know, close to Tom Brady. Tom Brady was going to be part on, on, on the ownership somewhere, somehow. And, you know, the snitch done blew it. And I think that came from the loyalty of being in New England because that would have been the biggest slap in the face that Tom Brady, the one that won all these Super Bowls in New England, is going to the enemy and then going to build up that enemy and then he's going to be killing us every damn year. So for me personally, like you said earlier, Tom Brady, um, quarterbacks quarterbacks and players, period, in the National Football League don't stay until like 42, 43. You know, they be retired by like 37. 38 possibly for him um coming back so long that's like five years past due if you're looking at it in a wife's perspective like i've been expected you to been back and us vibing and spending this money and when the worst thing is a, a woman that's alone in a relationship and alone no one to talk to no one to watch movie with talk to yeah i got all this money but money ain't shit like it really uh, to be honest with you i wouldn't give up i wouldn't be want to become a millionaire to give up my wife my kids my dog none of that i'm sorry you feel me there ain't no money that's greater than than um what i have right now now if i could have that and the money great <laughs> i'm gonna balance both of them things out but um i think tom brady he blew it in a sense of um some people they they be so focused in their work they lose touch with the person that they um they're married to you know and now you don't even y'all grow apart y'all have nothing in common now then your kids are grown now she like shit i don't need your ass i'm Giselle. i'm bad you know how many people want to holler at me you can find somebody you know what i'm saying and i think probably that's what it is and not just that if ab gave her a d the black d <laughs> you know what they be saying they used to be back or uh, back in the days they used to have these shirts once you go black you never come back you feel me so if she came uh, crazy ab probably gave her that crazy whopper ding a leg and she, she may not want to be with ab but she probably want to go ahead and test the waters it's been years since the zell 
done tested the waters. <laughs> I'm just saying. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> so if you got somebody like Kim Kardashian that people still want to holler at and top eight, and you got full full um kids and you you still look good though, even though I think you're a big showing a big thought, one of the biggest holes in the world. That's just me. That's just me. That's not Marcus saying that's me. But Giselle, why uh, you talking you talking about Kim Kim Kardashian? About Kim Kim is one of the oh, biggest, yeah. and she's yeah. still she's holler at her. She's to me, she's a a, a legendary thought. You exactly, know? and people gonna be like, <laughs> she's yeah, in she the got Hall of Fame. <laughs> people gonna say she got one point eight billion. Nobody care about that. That's Nobody why she's cares. a legend. That's why she's a legend. Yeah, boy, you feel me? The king. <laughs> I mean, we uh, we thought it was Pamela Anderson when we was younger, boy. She done, boy, like, hold up. It's me. Yeah. Kim Kardashian. Kim K. Kim K. You feel yeah, me? Man. So, yeah, hopefully Tom Brady, that's not what it is. But if it is, hopefully hey. I'm wrong. Hopefully, hopefully. Dominus is not right on this situation. Hopefully you if, right. it, if it is, your ass need to whoop uh, um, his ass. Point blank, period. Don't be like one of these people that try to say either in. way he needs to whoop his ass either way bro yeah. either way but uh but but yeah man it is what it is anything else bro what, what, what else what else you didn't, hear about them, you didn't hear about them kids um i think in college or high school that um they reenacted black people on the football team black people being sold on the slavery on block on like in the auction you feel me these the football team did it so you had the black um players on this like booth were in their boxers you know what i'm saying and you had the white caucasian players on the same team actually bidding on the black players on the team and they were saying it was a prank now from my understanding is the the whole football team was suspended they forfeited the football season it was a high school team i think so yeah and i think that i think that um you know i think i don't know if they expelled the students or whatever it is but um my problem is you know i i see everybody giving them white um players you know a lot of problems in saying they're racist and this that and other they probably is i don't know but as a black man black kid how you gonna go ahead and allow this like you think i'm gonna be on that damn booth like you allowed this like it was not no bullying thing they were all part of it it was not like oh you know we're gonna bully these black players and do this how you're gonna be part of this joke black players how you not gonna whoop they ass just for them trying to, you know, come up with something like that? For me, I lose more respect for the black students that allowed that shit. Because at the end of the day, I don't know if the whites or Caucasians are racist, but if they are, they gonna act how they act. You feel me? But yeah. for you, yeah, yeah. as a black individual and you allowed it is like i'm gonna allow my white friend to say oh um let me go ahead and pretend like i'm your master and you're my slave hold on what yeah just- I, I i agree with you a hundred percent 
bro. A hundred percent. I mean, I don't, I don't understand like how you as a black person would allow something like this to happen. I mean, for one, I, if, if I'm on this team and they have this idea, I'd be like, F y'all, I'm not doing this. This is, this is BS. Hell no, I'm not doing this. You know what I'm saying? Um, if they wanted to do it themselves, I'd be like, okay, I'm not messing with y'all. I'm not going to the team. I'm transferring to, to, a, to a different school. And if I'm a white person, I'm saying the same thing. I'm like, I'm not going to do this to my dog, to my teammate, mm-hmm. you know, embarrass him. You know what I'm saying? Like, Better than anybody. And I agree with you 100% that it's more a, a fault on, on the black player because – I mean, I'm not saying white people should get a pass for being racist, but that would be their excuse, right? That would be their excuse. Hey, you know, we're white and, you know, this is, it's just a joke, you know, as some white people would say, oh, it's just a joke. Why are you taking it so seriously? You know, blackface is not that serious. I I should be able to just paint my face black. No, you know what I'm saying? And for a black person to allow that, just, it's, it's, it's sad. It, It is saddening to me because, you don't have enough pride in your body or mind to say, no, this is wrong. I'm not messing with you. I'm not doing this. This is embarrassing. And you should be, you you need to check your own mindset on 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 what's what's right and what's what's not, you know? So that's crazy, man. That's crazy to hear that story. I didn't hear that story. But that's just unbelievable that that would happen, and it happened in California. It's not even like in a southern state. I would, I would expect this in like Mississippi yeah. or Alabama or something like that. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy that happens in California, one of one of the most liberal states in the country. Something like that happens. So, goes to show you show you that racism is still alive and well, and and racism will continue to happen if black people continue to allow it. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, man, unfortunate situation. Uh, hopefully, um, these kids and other kids can learn from that. But, you know, I don't think kids are learning, man. You're going to have other kids wind up doing something similar. You know, I mean, we go through the whole um, school shootings, and then you have people prank calling the schools and saying there's a, a gunman or something like that, you know, I'm like, really? Like, you don't play with certain shit like that. And that's like, even with the Tiffany Haddish situation with the, you know, um, um, pretending like you're a child molester, like certain jokes ain't funny for me. I'm sorry, it's not. And when you get blackballed or you get um, canceled, don't be surprised. Don't be like, it was a lack of judgment after the fact. Don't be like, you know, really, oh, no, it was just a joke. I don't want to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, people need to start holding people um, to a higher standard. And it, it doesn't matter how old you are, because um, at the end of the day, you know, I was young at a point and I know everybody brain don't fully develop until you're 25 and some people a little further along, you know. But it's just some things that you know not to do. I know not to jump off this bridge. You know, I mean, even if I was wanting to do it, I'm going to be so damn scared. I'm going to be like, hell not. Nah. So I think the repercussions nowadays aren't as severe. People nor nor saying normally go along with the it was just a joke, oh this, that, and the other. And I think that um them casting the season, um, I think they're no longer on the football team as well. Uh, I think that was one a first step, but um, 
you know, um, those black parents need to actually speak to those black kids because if they knew how many people actually suffered from slavery, because I know me when I watch, of course, we know slavery movies and certain things like that. Um, but I can't even watch it no more. Than I can't eyes. even watch it. And when <laughs> I even hear about it, you know, in Florida, going, I'm living in Florida, how they used to feed black children to the alligators as bait. For me to hear that, and I didn't know that when I was younger. I'm like, I found that out like in, within the last five years or something like that. I didn't know that when I was younger. I'm not giving those kids an excuse, but I don't know if they truly know the history behind being slaves. They think it's, it's, it's a joke because even when they put it on a big screen, it's nothing like living it. Right. So, you know, they may not have that, that no thought or that that sympathy for our ancestors that had to go through that. So um, hopefully they need a rude. Hopefully this, this is the rude awakening that they need to have. Cause I know boy, my son, boy, you gonna, are you scared of jail? You scared of, nah, you're going to be scared to come home because you represent me. You represent your mom. You represent this name. You represent this family. And when you, when you, when you do something or allow something like that to happen to you, you know what I'm saying? Like you're part of the joke. Like it's not like you're getting bullied. Oh, like yeah. that disappointment is just so much through the roof for me. Like, I don't know. But again, that's the day that we live in now. People do everything for likes. And um, yeah, which is kind of surprising to me because it, it, it it's surprising to me because it is. And my my stepdaughter, my niece, these are like young you know, people growing up in this new generation and they're very conscious of like what's going on. I mean, yeah, that's my family and I can say, hey, smarter or whatever. But like, it seems like that they, because of social media, that they're more aware of what's going on. So to, for me to hear something like this in California, it's just, it's, it's, I mean, I'm not totally shocked. I'm not totally, I'm not shocked at anything these days. You know <laughs> yeah. But it's a little surprising to me because I guess because of the household I live in and the conversations that I have with the young people in my yes. family, yes. how conscious they are and how, you know, they, they don't, they, they don't, um, they don't allow the, the older generation to push them around. You know what I'm saying? They don't allow to, that the, their views to kind of cloud um, you know, what's really real, especially for, for the women and uh, the young women in my family, young girls in my family, they're very conscious of who they are. They're not going to be disrespected, you know, especially being black, black women, you know, they, they, they know their history and, and, you know, what the country was basically built off of, which was free labor and slavery. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason why there is a financial gap and, educational gap with, with with you know the the races in general because of that you know and the their whole idea was to oppress and suppress the black culture and they did a very good job of that <laughs> for a good i don't know how many years and because of that black people have been kind of trying to catch up some have caught up and some haven't you know is it's just uh, alarming to kind of hear all of that happening. But, you know, like I said, I'm not I'm not totally surprised at anything.
these days, but I'm just really disappointed. And if that was my son, I'm whooping his ass on Saturday. <laughs> Damn right. You <laughs> feel me? Lock the doors. You feel me? And if you want to call police, I'm going to jail today. But <laughs> yeah. uh, you're not going to be living here when I come back. So if you want to be living somewhere else or living on these streets, you're going to take this because you was wrong. Yeah. I ain't going to punch you, like kill you, but you're going to get an ass whooping. That belt, yeah. you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Anything, anything else I missed? I, I, um, I mean, we didn't talk about the Hurricanes because they were off this week, but yeah. they do have a game coming up yep. uh, against North Carolina, so we mm -hmm. might as well go ahead and talk about it. I mean, ACC game, first conference game of the season. And to be honest, Wes, this is a big game, bro. This is a huge game for the Hurricanes. This is after, the, after one of the most embarrassing losses in program history. To come back after a week off, if we see anything remotely close to what we saw against Middle Tennessee State, I might cry. <laughs> <laughs> I might cry, bro, because it's 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 to me it's that significant of a, a of a gap between where we are and the U coming back to the elites. Because if we mess around and get blown out by this in this game, then my um, I still believe in crystal ball. I still believe in the staff, but these are, you know, Manny Diaz's, um, you know, recruits. Um, and, you know, a lot of things weren't there in place like they are now for them to be successful. So it's going to take a while for them to get back to, you know, the elites of the world. But that if they get blown out, bro, they we going to be suffering for like two years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> we're going to be suffering like two years. There's there's not because I want to get back to the time where we go into a game like this and we know we're going to win. And that hasn't happened for a long time. You know, I mean, yeah, I knew we were going to win against teams like Bethune and Southern Miss. But for us to lose the way we did against Middle Tennessee State and now you playing big boy teams now in our <laughs> It's funny how we call these big boy teams nowadays. Just teams, teams in the ACC. It's not like we're playing in the SEC or even the Big Ten. We play in the ACC against teams that we should beat. And North Carolina can score. You know, they're you know they they got a quarterback who they say is better than the last quarterback who got drafted, Sam yeah. Howell. So this guy is, a, is supposedly better. I talked to the one of the rivals writers over there for North Carolina, and he said at this quarterback is better than Sam Howell. So that makes me a little nervous because Sam Howell a couple years ago, well, it wasn't him. It was mostly the running game, but they ran all over us in a game in, in Hard Rock Stadium in a game that we were supposed to win. We went into that game very confident, and we got the, the dog shit beat out of us, bro. Uh, but now this game here, it, it's really pivotal. It, it's, it's, it's a game that is going to tell us a lot about the future. It's going to tell us a lot about the rest of the season and how it's going to go. Miami can still make it to the ACC championship game. Let's not just say the season is over. Even if they lose the game, they can still make it to the ACC championship game because the Coastal is not even that great. But any any hopes of winning that game is out the window. You're just going to go there and you're just going to get mopped by Clemson, <laughs> um, it, even if you win the division. So – it, I mean, it, it's a pivotal game, uh, Wes. It, it's just, 
it's, it's a game where you want to show that, hey, there's growth. You want to show that, hey, we coach these boys up in, in this bye week. We fix the mistakes. Tyler Van Dyke is back, going to start. You know, and I'm going to start there with you, Wes. What do you think about Tyler Van Dyke starting in this game? I think it's a good thing, you know, because at the end of the day, I don't think Jake Garcia um, still is ready to be that quarterback after one week, like, well, two weeks, you know, by the time they actually play. Um, I think you want to go ahead and show the country that you're going to be behind your quarterback the same way I was behind Tua. Give him a shot. This is a new offense. I mean, he 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 was in shotgun all last year. He didn't really need to read the field like that. Just anybody that's open, I'm going to throw it to you. You know, you're a spread formation. Um, so I think that benefited him. And um, I think this pro style is just, you know, it takes a little time to go ahead and, and um, you know, get that rapport with those raw receivers that you rarely threw to all last year. All your other receivers are gone and balling in the NFL. You see Osborne, Osborne won that game with the game-winning catch and so on and so on. Everybody that came from the U last year that transferred and made it to the actual league, they're actually doing good right now. So for me, I think that um, he don't have that rapport yet, but, you know, with time you're going to get it. I think, um, you know, those first few games, um, they could have left them in the game a little longer, even though we're blowing them out by 70 and stuff. Keep them in that game because um, so you can build that relationship. Of course, we know Restrepo was still available and, you know, things like that. He probably would have been throwing to them normally. But for me, I think that um, it's not really TVD that need to do so much of changing. I think it's that bland offense um, that that the Hurricanes are doing. Like, we had that problem with Manny Diaz, too, before we wind up getting Rhett Lashley, and we, we, we wind up airing everything out because – for years, we've been saying the damn Kane's office is trash, and that was the pro-style offense. You wasn't seeing nothing produced with the running backs, with the raw receivers, nothing. So we forgot how it was because we had Red Lashley for a few years. You know what I'm saying? And now that he's gone, it's back to the bullshit that we've been seeing for for the longest. So what with, with the offense coordinator need to go ahead and do is open it up. Yeah, I know we play pro style, but we're trying to win damn games. Sometimes you need to put this dude in some shotgun so we can get some big plays. You feel me? And then we go yeah. back to the pro style, you know, and do our thing like that. As far as with the defense, everybody can't be in man. And if they are in man, still have somebody up top, you know. Um, as far as with uh the 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 the, the team, I think the team needed this. They needed this early before we played anybody from the ACC. Imagine we would have won all of them games and and we still have all these holes. You know, we rank top eight or top five and then we play NC and then we wind up losing. You yeah. feel me? And losing big and then, you know, our dreams are crashed again. Thank God it happened the way it happened with Texas. But really what Middle Tennessee, it was supposed to happen. We got whooped in every phase of the damn game special teams offense defense and it showed you know i hope everybody was embarrassed i know the coach coaches was embarrassed because this is supposed to be the elite quote on coaching staff the all-star coaching staff that we've been saying yeah and it's not looking like that right now it's not looking like that everything is looking kind of bland and shaky 
um, as far as with the offense, at least defense, you know, we be um, not in, in, in the best position. Some people going to be like, that's the players, but shit, the way we got bombed four times um, last week, that's not just the players, that's scheme, that's everything. And like you were saying, some players got off the field and saying they were not prepared for this. And it probably was the players that don't like the new way of things, don't like the whole um, dictatorship. But the teams that run a dictatorship like Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, when his ass um, wasn't, you know, um, sullied by the NFL and all these other um, great programs, it's it's a dictatorship. So these people need to get with the program, TVD. What you mean, what you mean by dictatorship? Because a lot of people might take that the wrong way. When I say dictatorship, it's like, look, everybody is in line. You see Bill Belichick, it's a dictatorship. Point blank. Nick Saban, it's a dictatorship. Now, that's how I mean. These people tell you to do a certain job and you need to do what I'm telling you to do. All that, oh, you're going to play for yourself and now the team is out of position and we blow coverage and now it's a big play. No, 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 no. You don't do what you want to do. You do what the defense and I tell you to do. That's why we have this playbook. That's why we run plays um, before the actual game and practice and everything like that. I know where you at Marcus on the field because we practice it. You feel me? So when I say dictatorship, people need to do what the coach tell them to do. A lot again, we said we said Williams was out of position in a lot of plays and this, that, and the other. Look, that's because sometimes people be wanting to do more than what you have to. No, we gonna gang tackle tackle. I'm gonna grab them because I'm in position, and it's your job as my teammates to come and help support. You feel me? It don't need to be a one-on-one tackle. He may be dragging me, I don't care, but he ain't going nowhere because I know my big dog gonna come with a with a with a big ass tackle. You feel what I'm saying to help me out. Play the game the way it's supposed to be played, and and, and, and I think we should go ahead and do well. TVD, you know, you need you need to be that dog that that was last year confident, saying that we gonna win these games, not yeah. somebody that's the deer headlights um, in that actual broadcast. And that was a, that was another thing. Um, um, I heard you on the broadcast. I had um, um, when you was um, asking him them questions on um, I think it's Kane's. Something it was not Kings County, it was it was something else. The Zoom on conference call, you feel me? So, yeah, that was up. You feel me? Marcus Benjamin, Kane County's um, BenjaminRivals.com. Yeah, he be doing this thing <laughs> for your boy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I today I, I asked T- uh, TVD a question during the press conference and I asked him about uh, deep, deep balls, man. Because uh, before the season started, he said he loves throwing a deep ball, but he's thrown three deep balls the entire season that one to Keyshawn Smith for a touchdown against I think that was Southern Miss and then he he threw another deep ball to Restrepo in the first game against Bethune and I guess you could call that deep ball to Arroyo during Texas A&M a deep ball even though it was like 26 yards 26. whatever it was <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> um so I asked him about that and just you know kind of you know does he want to go deep more? Does he audible uh, to a deep pass? That that type of thing. Because you played Madden before, just like me. When mm-hmm. you see one on one, you are gonna hit the hot route. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> hit the hot route on one on one and see see if he can beat the one on one matchup. And we're not we're not seeing a lot of that 
from from the hurricanes and i th- i think i mean it looks bad obviously it is bad you you lost to middle tennessee state a team that you were favored by 25 points to beat so that is definitely bad but at the same time i think this team is fixable you know because you take away the five big plays the five big class plays that they gave it to middle tennessee mm-hmm. and this might be a different ball game if 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 all the drop balls in the Texas A&M game were caught, I think that's a different ball game. So it really comes down to execution. So just like to your point, the coaches seem to have these players in the right position to make plays. There's a there's a film review that's on canescounty.com by my guy Steve-O who breaks down every play. And if you see that breakdown, he shows you, hey, this guy's running open. This guy's running open. This guy should should be this should be a big play. That should be a big play. But it's either like an underthrown ball, a drop ball, or you know, it's just execution wise. They they're just not executing. And then on defense, you give up you give up that many big plays, and you don't really turn uh, turn the ball over uh, or get turnovers. Uh, a lot of them to you're you're likely going to lose the game. So they just can't give up any big plays. And we need to see some big plays. It's really that simple. I know it sounds simple, but, like, that's really what needs to happen with this team. You can't give up these big plays. DJ Ivy, I'm sorry, you were, you, you, you were super senior, and you need to act like you are an NFL draft pick because body-wise, you are that. Speed-wise, you are that. Just head-wise, you're not because – you be in the right position. You just don't turn your head around. And then you just got beat straight up for a 98-yard play for a touchdown. Tyreek Stevenson is getting beat deep. You know what I'm saying? James Williams is 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 blowing coverage. And the Hurricanes are getting beat deep. Like, I don't understand how you got these highly recruited players and those three all from South Florida. Tyreek from Southridge. DJ Ivy from South Dade, James Williams from, from American Heritage. I mean, these are players that highly recruited, some considered five stars at, at some point, and they get beat by players I ain't never heard of. <laughs> you know, they brainwash for many. They brainwash so much that 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 bad habit is, is taking a longer time to be for, for, for Crystal Ball to get rid of the bad habits that they had because of Manny Diaz not coaching them up. For so long, right. like that, he a super senior. Sometimes when you older, it's hard to break those habits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm I'm glad you brought up Manny Diaz because I'm about to give you a take that's probably not not going to be very popular. I think Manny Diaz actually was smarter with what he had. Coach Cristobal is is going at this like he's got Alabama or he's got like Michigan, you know. So. We could just bully them, and we're going to win this game. No, you got to be more creative. That's why Manny Diaz was like, okay, I'm going to bring in Brett Lashley so we can get these guys in space to make plays. I'm going to bring in something like the turnover chain so we can get turnovers to win the game. Because a lot of the times, if the the Hurricanes didn't get turnovers, they didn't win. You know what I'm saying? And they're not really generating a lot of turnovers like they did before. Man, I understand, Cristobal, you want to take the turnover chain away. You want to start a new culture. But you still need the turnovers. You know what I'm saying? You still need to turn the ball over because this is a, a momentum game. College football 
with these kids is a momentum game. Once they get down, it's hard for a team to kind of come back unless you got an all-world quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Because these these kids they get down on themselves, or they, or they start talking smack to each other as teammates, and then it's just it's just a snowball effect. They need to just do they. Well, first of all, I think the coaching staff just needs to execute with what you got, and your your offensive line for the most part has been playing pretty well. You know what I'm saying? Your running backs have been playing pretty well. Henry Parrish is averaging five yards a carry. Jalen Knighton not healthy. You know, you can tell he's not all the way healthy. Don Chaney, not ha- we haven't seen him all season. Gervonta Citizen is supposed to be this next best running back. Got Thank hurt you. in training. Got hurt in training camp. Your best receiver, Xavier Shepel, hurt. Maybe your second best receiver, Jacoby George, also hurt and was suspended for the first uh, uh, two games. What about Avante Williams? Who? Avante Williams. Avante Williams is is has been kind of a mystery, man, because he apparently is not playing good enough in practice for him to get playing time. He's being outplayed by Cam Kitchens, who to me has been probably the best safety we've been been uh, this season. He's got two interceptions, always in on tackles. Um, um, and then you got James Williams, who's been I mean, yeah, he misses some plays. He's a little over aggressive at times, but he makes a lot of plays as well. Who do you think is better, Avante Williams in that position, Avante or James Williams? Because I, I think, think a, I think Avante Williams athletically is projects, better. He projects better to the NFL. Like he projects, like he can do more. He's more rangy, he, and um, James Williams is more this undersized in the box safety. You know what I'm saying? He, so he doesn't project to the NFL. I think Avante Williams, if he can get it together, would be the best safety on the team. But apparently he's not doing that in practice because he's not getting no playing time. He's only in on special teams. He's just he's just not showing what, what he's supposed to be. And to be honest, if there were rumors about him transferring out, um, and I don't know if you knew that, but he on his social media, he took off everything from yeah. – Every Miami Hurricane thing off of his social media. I've seen that after the uh, I think this was after the Texas A&M game that he did that, and then um, but then you know he had a conversation with the coaches and and he put everything back. But to me, he's still on transfer watch because if he's not getting, he was considered a five star safety. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. So if he's not getting playing time, I wouldn't be mad at him. Mad at him either. And he's got children. From, from what I understand, or or a child. He, I know he has at least one child. Um, so he's trying to make sure he sets himself up to go to the league. And right now, if he's not playing in college, there's no way you're going to play in the NFL. So I'm not necessarily too mad at him at being mad about not playing, being playing time. But from what the coach, from, from what we hear from the coaches is that he should be mad at himself for not really outplaying the other safeties um on the defense See, uh, but my, my whole thing is you need to find a way to get all three players in the game i mean you got to go ahead and have all three i would have cam kitchens and and um um avante williams in the back deep and then i have williams looks you're gonna be playing you're gonna be playing um linebacker i'm sorry you're gonna be playing linebacker or you're gonna be playing um you know, like, like, like a helper. 
You feel yeah, me? Like, like a You feel me? Yeah. Like playing that slot and doing it like that because you should be able to dominate any slot receiver because slot receivers are normally small and you're yeah. huge. Yeah, and he's good. He's good in that area. He's good in like you know, just right behind the line. You know, he's good in in that area as far as covering. He could step in front, just like in that first game. He stepped in front of a pass for an interception. You know, but um, you know, he obviously wants to play safety, and and um, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not necessarily sure if he's you know better suited to play that nickel like other players like to Corey Couches or. Um, you know, I, what I hear is that Daryl Porter is probably going to get some more playing time. Um, so we'll, we'll see about that, but, um, they just can't give up any big plays against North Carolina. Cause I just want to say North Carolina highest scoring team in the ACC. They mm-hmm. score 42 points a game. Their defense hasn't been stopping anybody until last week where they held Virginia tech to 10 points. So maybe they fi- figured out their defensive situation. So I'm scared of this team. I, I, I ain't going to lie. I'm scared of this team. I'm scared of what will happen, especially because of the last time I was in Hard Rock Stadium, they lost to a Middle Tennessee State team. <laughs> so North Carolina recruits at a way higher level than a Middle Tennessee State. So I'm, I'm worried, but I'm also excited because this is an opportunity for Tyler Van Dyke to really kind of show, hey, I, I, I am an NFL worthy uh, quarterback and it's an opportunity for these receivers to finally step up, man, because Frank Ladson finally showed up last game. Um, Keyshawn Smith. We need to see a lot more of him. We need to see Rashard Smith in space a whole lot more. And um, Michael Redding, I'm, I'm out on Michael Redding. I don't think he he's the guy and I don't think he should be playing as much as those other receivers. Um, and then the tight ends, tight ends need to be getting in the game. I did hear that, you know, Arroyo probably not going to play. I heard he got hurt in practice, so he might not be playing. So it's just going to be Mallory, possibly some of the backups like like Mamarelli. Uh, Jaleel Skinner, I think, should get more playing time as well. He's just a true freshman, but he's a guy that I think could probably contribute immediately. And um, Khalil Brantley also might get some some playing time at tight end as well. But um, Miami's hurting right now emotionally and physically. And uh, this is a big game to kind of rejuvenate themselves. But I'm worried, bro. I'm worried too. You know what I'm saying? Um, The only reason why I'm picking the Canes is because – They're the Canes. They're the Canes. (laughs) Other than that, I would say we'll lose, so – I'm going to go ahead and say, well, I don't know the exact score because I don't have so much confidence in our offense to be high powered like that. I'm just going to say that we're going to win by three, whatever it is. Yeah, me too. I mean, that's pretty much the same thing for me. I'm going to say it's like a 45 to 42 type of game. And Andre, Andre or Andy, as we call him, Andy Borgallis is going to kick a field goal to, to, to win this game, hopefully. Um, but they just can't give up any big plays. I would live with if they get the teams, if teams get first downs or whatever, get down to the red zone, and they can hold them to field goals. I'd be happy with that. Then yeah, rather too. than giving up these huge big plays, demoralizing big plays, and then at the same time, we can't hit those big plays 
on the offensive end. It's just going to be emotionally draining for the Hurricanes. And then the, the, the fan base is not going to be kind, bro. Miami fans are not kind. If, 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 if Van Dyke is messing up in that first quarter, they're going to boom just like they did against Middle Tennessee. And they're going to be calling for Jake Garcia to get in the game. So I, I hope they can get their act together because emotionally, if they if they lose this game and, and it's a bad result, like losing by two touchdowns, three touchdowns, then it's going to be a sad season. You know, but if it's close, if it's close, then I, then you know there's still some hope to win the coast. Yeah, even if we lose close, could we do some dumb shit and give them the opportunity to win and beat us by a field goal because of a penalty or something? I'm gonna be hot too, and I know wifey gonna be hot too because your ass, you already know you're gonna jump in the car, and the person that you're gonna vent to is wifey, and she's gonna hear all the crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah, but, she'd be telling me she'd be bracing, but she'd be bracing herself. <laughs> she'd be trying to watch the score and she'd be nervous, you know. But like, hey man, somebody gotta get it. Yeah. <laughs> somebody yeah. gotta get it. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. Um, you don't have anything else? Nah, that's it. That's it, man. All right, so if ain't nothing else, this is gonna conclude this episode on the Mark West Sports Podcast. Until the next episode. Peace. <laughs>